This sermon is brought to you by Shofar East London. Together, living out the fullness of Christ. We hope you enjoy this message. Have you been stuck at home? Bored? Man, I'm longing to get out, pray for people, and to see God's kingdom come tangibly beyond making videos. We were made for an adventure with God. I love to travel with God or step out as God guides. Every now and again, God drops an idea or direction into my heart. Do that. Go there. I love to see how things play out so beautifully and so powerfully. Like at the beginning of February, I felt the Lord say to me, start a YouTube channel. I felt it so strongly. I had such unction. And in middle of March, lockdown strikes and I'm like, okay, (laughs) so you knew God. You knew that normal church would be shut down for a season and we would do everything via video. God, you're amazing and so faithful. You prepare us for what's coming and you always have a plan. I love that. To get onto his wavelength, to discover his wondrous ways. God has a good plan for every season of your life. Some years ago, as we were flying back from a trip to India, I heard in my heart, go to Argentina for your next missions trip. I knew nothing. I didn't know how or what or where to start, but I knew God has the best plans. So I'm stepping out. I'm going to Argentina. Then the Lord orchestrated something so beautiful. I thought, well, let's go to Buenos Aires, biggest city by far in Argentina. I went online to find contact details for a church to say, hey, we're from South Africa and we'd love to come and minister in Argentina at your church and community. Like, who would allow someone random to show up and minister at their church? So most websites were in Spanish and I didn't know where to start. Then this word of wisdom dropped into my spirit. Look on this international Christian database. And I found five names uh, from people in Buenos Aires. And then one lady's name stood out to me. So I contacted her via Facebook. Hi, I'm not stalking you. But I'm this random pastor from South Africa and would love to come and equip your people in the things of God. And wow, she was stoked. She's a youth pastor leader and she later shared how the Holy Spirit led her to post her name on that site because one day someone from another nation was going to contact her to come and equip their church. And it was amazing. Our trip to Argentina was wild. Amazing things happened, lives were changed, and my life was significantly changed. Incredible ministry doors opened to Brazil. It was an epic adventure, and there's more to come. With all this lockdown stuff and not being able to travel, I'm being stirred in my spirit for an adventure beyond the shores of South Africa, but also right here in our city of East London. There's an adventure waiting for you and me. May you be stirred in your heart to trust God for an adventure. Outside of your comfort zone is where you grow. Jesus is waiting for you outside of your comfort zone. Step out and step into an adventure with God. When you step out, that is when God shows up. 
A risk-free life is not a life of faith. A risk-free life is not the way of Christ. You and I are invited to ascend, invited to step into an adventure with God. How would we live if we were fearless? How would you live differently if you didn't fear failure or loss? Why do we play things so safe? The trap of normal life is that we start with nothing and we've got nothing really to lose, but we tend to be afraid of failure. So many of us don't try something new. Then we get a job, a car, a family and responsibilities. And what happens? We begin to play it safe. Playing it safe isn't the faithful life of adventure that God calls us to. To step out, to risk at times, to follow God wherever He leads. Why not? God has incredible plans for each of us, but we need to break out of playing it safe so that we can partake of that. We were made for an adventure. An adventure with your family, as some of my best trips was when Sonica came along or when Vian came along with us to Grafrenet when we ministered there. It was such a wonderful weekend in God's presence. Or even right here where you live. It doesn't need to be far away. But the ascended life is about casting off restraints of, you know, what if it doesn't work or what if I fail or the what ifs, cast it off. No, the ascended life is about spreading your wings and flying, living on a higher plane. You might have heard it said in the movies, Avengers assemble. But I say to you, ascenders assemble. The ascended life as we move up the mountain of God, we step out of doubts and fear and into fullness of faith. Today, I want to share with you how you can begin to step into an adventure with God and to look at God's word more like a treasure map to incredible things in God. Ascenders, assemble. When I read the scriptures, the stories of men and women of biblical times, I see them living an adventure. Men like David, Joshua, Elijah, or women like Deborah or Sarah. It was not boring to have a baby at the age of 90. <laughs> how do we engage with the scriptures? Or rather, how should we engage with the scriptures? God's word. The glasses we have on or the way we engage with God's word will have a massive impact on how we live and the power of God's word on our hearts. Some see the Bible as a fairy tale, others read it as history, but its content relegated to a distant past with mostly good principles to follow today. But how should we read it? I believe the Bible is God's word. It's true. It's powerful. And it is an invitation to you and me right now. It's an invitation to ascend, to step into the ascended life. So during prayer recently, I saw a vision a, a mental picture of the Holy Spirit of an empty throne in heaven with Jesus standing next to the throne, inviting us to come and sit. There is a throne prepared for each child of God, as Ephesians 2 speaks of. We need to take up our place in the heavenlies. But for most believers, we leave our throne in heaven vacant and live powerless and boring lives. We need to ascend if we are to release the kingdom of God on earth. That place, seated on the throne with Christ, is to be in Christ. We are in Christ 
by faith. But now we need to take up our place at the right hand of our Heavenly Father to reign with Christ, to walk in His authority. We have been raised with Christ, as Colossians 3 verse 1 says, but now we need to ascend daily to our God-given place in Him. Ascend. The ascended life is to live from above, not from beneath. To set your mind and heart on things above so that you can reign over circumstances and release the kingdom of God on earth. That is why the apostles didn't allow distractions. They stayed in the word and in prayer to remain in that heavenly place and to sustain the atmosphere of revival. What if we would read the scriptures like a treasure map? Like a treasure map instead of a history book. Discovering all that God has made available to us as sons and daughters of God. God's word is an invitation to step into his goodness, his glory, and an adventure. It's an intimate, exciting engagement with life itself. A living relationship with the God of the universe. And this book leads us. God's word is a treasure map. The promises of God and the experiences that other men or women of God had in the scriptures are an invitation to each of us. God is saying, this, this is available to you. If you would seek me, if you would come higher, if you would ascend, and these miracles and God encounters become available to you. For with God, nothing is impossible. Moses was one of the men that lived an adventure with God. His adventure started at the age of 80. You see, it's never too late to start. It certainly wasn't boring for Moses to walk with God. His life is an example of what's possible with God, and his life is our invitation to ascend. Exodus 19 verse 20 speaks of this. It says, Then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain, and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. You see, God called Moses to the top of the mountain, and God is calling us to ascend the mountain of God into His presence. An invitation is going out to each one of us. Come, ascend the mountain of the Lord, which I believe is a spiritual reality. There's a mountain in the spirit realm that you and I need to ascend. We need to move up into God's throne room to take up our places on thrones, our God-given place of authority in Christ. Unfortunately, many believers stay at the bottom, outside of the presence of God, happy with a boring, powerless existence. It's at the top of the mountain where things get exciting. That is where adventure is unlocked. God is calling his children, you and me, to the top of the mountain. So let's ascend. The higher you ascend, the more fun this life with God becomes. At the bottom of the mountain, it's boring, powerless. Nothing really happens except idolatry, sin, and bondage. Now, the Israelites are a, a good example of this. Moses ascended, but they remained at the bottom of the mountain and built a golden cow calf idol to worship as they waited for Moses to come down from the mountain. But as you ascend, you step into glory. Your face begins to shine as with Moses. You hear the voice of God. Sin is broken off your life and you receive fresh glimpses of who God is. The friends of God ascend. 
like Moses. We descend into idolatry and distraction. At the foot of the mountain, our hearts will always turn to other things. But as we ascend, our hearts fall in love with God over and over again. Here's another treasure passage, Exodus 33:11. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Imagine that, face to face with God as a man speaks to his friend. That's a huge invitation to you and me to intimacy with God. Want to be God's friend? Ascend. Seek Him. Pursue His face. Every promise is an invitation. Come and meet with God. Who knows what God could do or open to you as you respond to His promises with a heart full of expectation. How about meeting with God face to face? I desire that. There's a massive difference in the way that we read or study the scriptures from an ascended position compared to a down at the bottom of the mountain position. Ascended, we approach the scriptures with an excitement of what is possible in God, an excitement of who God is, discovering his beauty and glory so that we can step into that right now. It's love at first insight. Discovering something new from a scripture you've possibly read a hundred times before. I'm amazed at how the Holy Spirit would breathe new life into a scripture I've literally read a hundred times before. But now, it's mind-blowing, fresh, and life-giving. The Bible, God's Word, is the never-ending story. It doesn't end. Read it again and again. And pray it back to Him. And ask the Holy Spirit to reveal something fresh to you. And He will. Look for those treasures. Open it. Open it up. Look for those treasures. You're going to find it. From a descended position, it could be interesting to see what God did for others. Thousands of years ago. But we lack expectation that it is available to us right now. And the result is that many of us go through the motions. Lacking the passion we should have as we approach God. Come with a fiery expectation, face to face with God. An ascended position is an all things are possible right now with God. God might just show up in a mind-blowing way. Why not? Step out and God will show up. There's a heavenly invitation card going out to all people right now. God is saying, come, ascend unto my banquet. All that I've prepared for you, come and fellowship with me. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Are you embracing, are you responding to God's invitation? Because Moses responded and he was blessed. Exodus 19, and Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain saying, thus you shall say to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel when we ascend the mountain of God. There we begin to hear God's voice. That is also where we receive a message to share with others. You don't get it at the bottom. You get it as you ascend. As you step into God's presence, you begin to hear His voice and you receive what you need to give to the world. Just like Moses. Maybe with fewer lightning and thunder, but we receive life as we ascend. Verse 4, you've seen what I did to the Egyptians 
where God destroyed their enemies to set them free from slavery. And how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. God says here that he lifted up the Israelites on eagle's wings. And in the same way, this speaks to you and me of God lifting us up on eagle's wings. God lifts us up above all evil and worldly struggles. That is the ascended life. In partnership with God, we lift up on eagle's wings. He says there, I lift you up and bring you to myself. God gives us grace, empowerment to rise up, to lift up on eagle's wings above every darkness and the things of this world to bring us to himself. God does this for us. I love that image of I bore you on eagle's wings. It reveals the freedom, the carefree life rising above all the things of this world which is found in Christ. It says there to bring us to himself. God's word is also a love letter from heaven. God reveals to you how much he loves you and he invites you into intimate relationship with him. So read or study or meditate on God's word as a love letter to discover the beauty and wonder of God. He invites you into intimate relationship, but you must ascend. You need to draw near to him. It's always about coming to him yourself. That's what it's all about. It's about relationship with God. He delivers us to bring us to himself. He removes whatever keeps us from relationship with him, whether it is sin or darkness or addictions or bad habits. He has made provision for every facet of your life to bring you to himself. We shouldn't simply ask for freedom for the sake of freedom itself. It's always about relationship with God. Freedom so that we can step into relationship with him. God delivered Israel from slavery, not for freedom itself, but so that they could worship him and have relationship with him on the mountain of God. So God's word continues to Moses and to us in verse 5. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Hearing God's voice and responding to God's voice is what sets us apart from all other peoples. Hearing God's voice is way more than don't do that and don't do that. The ascended life is to live way beyond stop sinning. But that is a good place to start. The ascended life is about responding to God's voice and joining the daily adventure of God. God comes to you and says, my son, my daughter, I have a mission for you. Let's do it together. Step out and God will show up. Be his special treasure. Listen to and obey his voice. God is choosing a family for himself out of all peoples. Not simply those who say, I am a Christian, but those who hear his voice and respond to him. How about setting aside some time today to listen to God's voice, to pray a prayer like, Lord, what adventure do you have for me this week? What mission can I take on in partnership with you? Men, we were made to pursue adventure, to live the ascended life. It's when we get bored, That's when we fall back into old patterns of sinful behavior. Move beyond that. Ascend. Come up the mountain like Moses so that God can give you his words of life. If we don't ascend, 
We have nothing to offer this world. We become like everyone else and simply blend in. Ascenders, assemble. Let's meet together at the top of the mountain of God. Ascend. Go up the mountain to connect with God, to hear His voice, and to obey His voice so that others can experience His life. The world needs to be saved again. Someone's eternity depends upon you ascending the mountain of God. When you and I ascend, then we receive what the world needs, more of God. Ascend for the sake of others. Become a life giver. When we are in fellowship with life itself, then we can release life to those on his heart. It says in that verse that God's plan was to have a kingdom of priests. Everyone's invited. The ascended life is not for the elite. It's for you and me. When you ascend, that's when you come alive. You awake to spiritual realities. You move out of reach of the enemy. You move out of reach of doubts, of fears, of people's opinions. Ascend. Ascend the mountain of God and see God do great things through your life. Now, there are some obstacles to the ascended life that I just want to shortly mention. The enemy tries everything to get us out of that heavenly place because then we are neutralized. The first one, distractions, are probably the easiest weapon used against us. We get so busy with other things where our hearts and minds move to earthly things and we miss out on all God has for us. Busy, busy, busy. And we move outside of the spirit and we miss out on all God has for us. Number two, offenses. The enemy tries to get people to hurt us or disappoint us, whether it's your spouse or child or leader, boss or work colleague. The wounded descends back to the earthly. The weapons of the enemy are to move us out of that place of intimacy and authority in Christ, for then we are vulnerable to his attacks. Don't fall for the tricks of the enemy. The ascended life is to forgive easily and quickly, and to not allow anything or anyone's behavior to distract you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Number three, the weights and the worries of this world, of this life that pulls us down. When we carry burdens, responsibilities, and other weights, they can pull us down. And so we descend back to the earthly and into the environment where the enemy can get a hold on us again, disconnected from God. We are vulnerable at the bottom of the mountain, burdened by worries and cares. We must ascend, casting off burdens, entering his rest, and handing things over to the King of Glory. So this past weekend, uh, as a family, we took off. I turned my phone off for the whole weekend. It was wonderful. We spent time with God and family, and we rested well. By Monday, I felt renewed and restored. Let go and let God rest well. I often resign as the pastor of this church in my heart. I give things over to Jesus. I say, Lord, Jesus, this is your church. And I draw near to him. Let him take care of the big things. His shoulders are broad and able to carry the weight of this world. You and I are not made to carry the burdens and the responsibilities of this world in our own ability. So number four, clutter. Focusing on too many things like social media, news, and the next conspiracy theory. Rather get your focus back onto a few things. The essential things that's on God's heart. Are you loving well? Are you enjoying life and living for God? When we love well, 
we ascend. When we choose to be joyful and unburdened, we ascend. The moment we lose our joy, we descend again. Enjoy the journey of life. Let's ascend into his presence. At times when Sonic and I again begin to carry the burdens and responsibilities heavily, we remind one another, remember to have fun. Remember to enjoy the journey. It makes such a difference. If you knew the answer that the way to a billion dollars treasure were found in the reading or deciphering of a treasure map, would you study it? Would you pour over every word to unlock its true hidden meaning? Would you approach the Bible, God's word, differently if you knew that this book reveals the pathway to the ultimate treasure, God himself, and to a life of adventure and overcoming with God? Begin by seeing yourself differently. See yourself as an adventurer on the journey of life and God's word as the map to unlock the ascended life. The keys to God's treasures, to a beautiful marriage, children that love and serve God, to a life that impacts others for good is all found in His Word. A meaningful existence is found in the pages of this book as the Holy Spirit causes it to come alive to you. An adventure of seeing lives changed one person at a time. Adventure? How would we live if we had nothing to lose but only more of God to gain? Sign up for the heavenly adventure today. Ascenders, assemble. Ascend into an adventure. A risk-free life is a faithless life. Step out and God will show up. Psalm 24 says, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully, Clean hands means that we are free from the bondage of sinful things that keep us at the bottom of the mountain. Nothing else will satisfy but God Himself. Hearts and minds set on Him. Verse 5. He, the, those who ascend, will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of His salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek Him, who seek your face. Massive blessing will come your way when you ascend. The more than a billion dollars in spiritual riches and blessings are available to you as a company of people who seek the face of God and ascend. Hearts set on the King. Ascenders, assemble. It is time to ascend. Let me pray for you. Father God, I pray for your children to awake to all that you've made available to them. May each of us ascend. May we step into the identity of an adventurer and may your word come alive to each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Find more on Shofar East London's podcast channel. Let's do life together.